Hello everybody, welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast. Podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by one certified Japan Holic. I am your host, Taylor Fry. And judging by the audio, judging by how it's not like my usual setup, where it's a little more soundproof, a little less echoey, and a little more thought out in a way. I am standing in my living room because it is a nice beautiful day. I've decided to open up the windows and let some sunlight into my house. But I also wanted to record this podcast episode. Um, which means I had to set up my computer up here. And as you can tell, setting up a microphone that produces a lot of sound. Um, in an echoey room. Very wide echoey room. Not the greatest idea I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. Probably the second worst idea I've ever had in my entire life. First being making a one-man podcast. Just kidding. Shut the fuck up, phone. Anyway. So today, um, I've had this topic. Thought, like, I've had this topic in my head for a little bit. But before I just start talking about the ultimate discussions. The reason why you're here. Which is subs versus dubs. I want to mention a quick thing beforehand. This podcast episode will be coming out on... I'm hoping to not hit my desk. Um, I'm trying to, like, talk directly into my microphone. Kind of built to that. Okay. These, uh, for the month of August, I said this during the, I think it was the Koito, Anima- uh, Koito Animation um, podcast episode, where I will probably not do much Saturday episodes. I lied. I'm sorry. The month of August will be double uploads, okay, in terms of podcast episodes. Wednesdays and Saturday mornings at the Eastern Standard Time, you know, same time as always as Wednesdays. But for this month, it'll be uh, for Wednesdays and Saturdays. The reason being is because Wednesday, um, for the, for at least this month, I'm going to be sitting down with Lee, also known as Baka Bliat, and we're going to just be talking about random stuff. That being the case, most of the stuff we talk about is not Japan related. And I figured this need this podcast needs to at least have something about Japan or anime or games or something along the lines of that. So I figured, ah, screw it. I'll do a double upload for this month just because of the fact that, well, Japanaholic Podcast needs to have something about Japan, right? So I just figured, ah, fuck it. I'll do a double upload for this month. Um, so Wednesdays, Saturdays, you'll be seeing episodes of the podcast uh, for this month at least. Which is good because it gets my podcast more exposure, which uh, the month of July uh, was the best month of exposure for this podcast. So far. So far. Hey, could even be outdone here this month. Who knows? So, uh, like I said, um, we're go- I'm going to be uploading podcast episodes on Wednesdays and Saturdays for the month, for the month of August. Um, that being said, okay, the topics that I'm going to cover on the Saturday episodes are... Going to range from a different variety of topics that I've found on Twitter over the past few weeks, like this one today. God fucking damn it, phone. Twice. Alright. How many more Twitter notifications can I get today? We'll find out later tonight, boys. Okay. So, like I said before, I apologize for the echoey room, the echoey sound, the not-so-soundproof room, and the not-so-professional setup. I've already done that. I already said, living room is not the greatest place to record a podcast. Okay, my stu- my uh, studio, quote-unquote, down there where I've recorded the last, like, few episodes of the podcast isn't really soundproof either. But it's more soundproof than up here because it's more enclosed, I'll say. 
So, like I said, I apologize for echoey, um, the echoey recording. It may actually be fine. I don't know. I've never tested the recording, so I could be wrong on many occasions. So, who knows? Also, I love the background, by the way, if you're looking at the video. It may, it may be, it's, it's, I may get distracted by it. Who knows? So hopefully without any more Twitter up, uh, interruptions or interruptions from my goddamn neighbors who just picked a fine time to do whatever the fuck they're doing outside. Let's go ahead and let's get into this topic here of subs versus dubs. The ultimate debate. The debate that almost every anime fanatic talks about is subs or dubs. Okay. I'm going to be trying to be speaking from a personal level of what I've experienced with listening to dubs compared to subs. But I'm also going to try and reason with everybody listening why I believe people should listen to dubs and why they shouldn't listen to dubs. So you get three sides of the stories here for this episode here. Um, so why did it? Okay, so the first thing, why did I choose this topic? Because originally I never really planned on talking about subs versus dubs. At least in recent, in you know, like recent newer and upcoming episodes, probably like later down the line, probably in like December or January, depends. Okay, it wasn't until I go on Twitter one day on at work. I don't know, just it was at work. I'm scrolling through Twitter and Funimation tweets out that they are dubbing the Kaguya-sama Love Is War series, which. I knew it was coming. With how popular the Kaguya-sama Love is War series is in the West, I figured it was coming. I just didn't expect two things. I didn't expect it to come so soon. Fuck off, neighbors. <laughs> One, to come out so soon. Two, to be licensed by Funimation. That, and the fact that instead of starting with the first season, of dubbing the, the the series, you know, the logical way to go on and dub a series. Funimation decides to start with the second season and dub from there. Per, okay, so like for me, and I know a lot of other people can say the same thing who are Kaguya-sama Love is War fans. They don't. They they honestly wouldn't care less what season got started first. Maybe you know, it, obviously. The first season should have came first, obviously. One because one comes before two, obviously. But not according to Funimation, of course. Two comes before one. <laughs> like I said, not a whole lot of people, you know, who are Kaguya-sama Love is War fans would have really cared which season got aired first, like I said before. However, however, the dub sucks, okay? The dub is absolutely garbage. I hate to admit this because I love Kaguya-sama Love is War and I love all the fucking work that the the English seiyus put into like dubbing animes and stuff like that. Okay, I'm, I, I appreciate their hard work and I get that dubbing is not the easiest thing in the world to do, okay, when trying to convey the same meanings of sentences and stuff like that from Japanese to English and at the same time trying to Keep the character expressions the same, okay? But the dub did a terrible job at conveying all this. I, you know, there could be a slight chance that one of, like, the many English 
dubbed seiyus or whatever could potentially watch the this anime episode or this podcast episode sorry um and to that if you are an english seiyu who like does voice work and stuff like that okay i applaud you as somebody who you know wanted to become a voice actor myself i've always wanted to become one uh like an english uh dub seiyu or something like that along the lines at least uh for many years but i obviously can't do that because i can't speak well well i can't in front of a microphone but i can't really read scripts correctly okay i've done many videos where i've tried to do scripts and i've come off that sounding like i'm reading a script so and i know it just takes practice going from there going like that and i'll get better if i continue doing videos like that but i do better just speaking out of the top of my head and then just spewing off random bullshit and a random blink hey you know what that's called podcast anyway i do better with that than i do reading scripts so there's another issue why i couldn't do that uh voiceover stuff okay i would if i could but i can't read scripts because i suck at reading i failed english i'm sorry <laughs> true story true story not only is like it's not necessarily like the seiyus did a horrible job funimation picked the wrong characters or at least the wrong people to voice the characters and the biggest example i can come from this is the narrator um i forgot the narrator's name because it's really difficult to figure out who a narrator is in anime for whatever reason because if one person's the uh, the narrator it lists off like every single other narrator in a and it's like it's not even in like series wise it's all like oh this guy was a narrator for what series fuck it you guess who knows um but the narrator doesn't sound as near what's the word i'm looking for here like he doesn't sound like a narrator he just sounds like somebody who's just reading off of a script from college okay he just he doesn't sound exactly like the japanese voice uh the japanese say excuse me um which i know that's difficult to do because a lot of japanese people sound different from english-speaking people what a surprise i know but you know another example is how weirdly similar kaguya and chika sound they just do not sound they don't sound that similar in the japanese dub i'll 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 say that right now is that is that weird calling it calling the original dub is it weird calling it that I'm just going to call it the Japanese dub just because it makes sense for my voice. But that's just me. So when you watch the Japanese dub of Kakuya-sama Love is War and you watch the English dub, it just doesn't convey the same like, how, like it doesn't hit the same way. Okay. Like it falls kind of flat with the comedy. Okay. Now I will admit there are some good points to the English dub and I will admit they try to keep all the comedy you know the same way in the Japanese than in the English you know the the comedy's almost identical but they didn't convey like the emotions or like the shock or like you know all the the noises obviously like as well and I think that mainly has to do with the English language versus the Japanese language. 
okay? Um, if we're talking why this happens a lot in dubs, it's because when you are trying to, like, translate cultures between one culture to another, it's not that easy, and most times it falls flat because, especially the Japanese language, where if you know anything about the Japanese language, you know that they do, like, a lot of noises in their speaking. Like, whenever they're, like, surprised or something, they go, eh? You know, that kind of stuff. Like, how we do our what kind of thing, you know? Get, catch my drift. So, when you try to... When you watch an anime in, like, sub, which is Japanese dub, uh, if you watch it that, if you watch that, and then you hear all these, like, random, like, noises, stuff like that, coming from, you know, the saves... Which, there's even a Twitter account dedicated to finding these kinds of moments to where it almost sounds inhuman. You really can't do that same kind of inhuman sound in English. You can, but not as easy. And very, very difficult to do as somebody who's an English speaker. The point that I'm trying to make here out of this, 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 this series here... It's just, it's kind of like the example of why English dubs don't work for every anime series. Now, are there some examples of good English dubs? Yes, actually. Now, the question then becomes, what makes a good English dub? Or what makes a dub passable? Or at least just enough to be enjoyable? At least... For me, okay, whenever I watch dubs, I want to at least feel like the character sounds just as the same, if not a little different from the Japanese seiyuu, but still, like, if you could connect the voices together, they sound like they're their character, okay? Which happens quite a bit in English dubs, where the character's voice actor or voice actress is basically the same as Japanese safe. A lot of times, like in the Kaguya-sama Love is War dub, that is not the case. Okay, where Chika doesn't ex exactly sound like the Japanese seiyuu. Ishigami doesn't sound as emo as Japanese seiyuu. And Chika doesn't sound as, hate to be politically here when I say this, retarded as the Japanese seiyuu. Don't get me wrong, I love, I love... I love Konomi because she, whenever you hear her voice, it's like, oh, yeah, there's that airhead. You can tell when it's an airhead. Okay, anyway. So, not only that, but when an English dub does a good job at keeping, like, even if they try to keep all, like, the Japanese references and stuff like that, because, like I said before, when you try to, like, switch cultures, or not switch, translate cultures, sometimes it doesn't translate well. That's how it always is with Japanese to the English culture. It's not easy translating something from Japanese over to English, okay? Not just the language in general, but I mean like the culture in general, okay? Um, and a good example of this is Nichijo, which is another Koito animation uh, series. There is a lot of Japanese jokes, I'll call them, where if you don't understand the Japanese culture to... Like, just a small level. You will not get the jokes whatsoever. Okay? And 
if I remember correctly, there is an English dub to it. And it's still difficult to translate the Japanese culture to the English culture. Okay. They did a good job, though. I'll admit it. The English dub for Nichijo is passable. So I won't say it's good or I won't say it's great. Okay. That's also your opinion on what you think of, you know, Nichijo. I personally think it's a very hilarious series to watch in Japanese. I don't know if I can say the same for English, but that's just me. Creating good English dubs is not really easy whatsoever. And especially since a lot of people on Twitter say that there are no such things as good English dubs, no matter how quote-unquote good they could be. Okay, and it is because of the fact that if you're trying, it's kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like how when you go to a store and you find like those, you know, if you go to a store in North America that sells like Japanese goods, okay, which there are a lot here, especially in my area, there's a ton of them where we could get like cup ramen or you get like Pocky and stuff like that. Yes, it may be like something from Japan. However, it's technically not from Japan at the same time because it's tr like everything's translated differently um you know into English and so on and so forth if you wanted like actual Japanese stuff you would have to go to Japan and get it there so it's kind of like when you're trying to trans like I said before when you're translating cultures something will get lost in translation something will it doesn't matter what it is something will get lost in translation and it just won't feel the same. Okay. And that's not to say that this isn't the case with any other culture. Like anything. Okay. If you try. I'm, this is an example. If you take a Hollywood film. And dub it to like Portuguese or French. Okay. It will have the same issue. Where when you're trying to translate two different cultures. Something will get lost in translation or you're going to have to kind of not change everything about it, but you have to change something about it to where it would make sense for the culture that's being translated. When you're creating English dubs of Japanese anime, you really have to find that solid middle to where you can still translate everything to an English culture to, you know, for anybody who doesn't know the Japanese culture, they can still understand it, but not change it completely to where it literally fucks with the entire story. Okay. So that being said, are there good examples of English dubs? Yes. Are there examples of bad English dubs? Yes. Okay. Is it a matter of... Watching the Japanese sub, I'll call it this time. I don't know why I switch it this time. But the Japanese sub the first time rather than the English sub first. Doesn't matter. Yes. Okay. Because if you watch the sub, I'll call it. If you watch the Japanese version first. Okay. I would like to say you're getting the full experience. Because it's kind of like with my example earlier. If you watch a Hollywood film first in your in English, you know, the 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 language of origin, I'll call it. It is 
the full excuse me it is the full experience okay because the culture and everything is just right there nothing's changed about this said culture unless the movie takes place in a different country which has a different culture those those happen quite a bit but if you watch that same hollywood film but in a different in a different you know language which could mean a whole different cultural background you know for language wise okay like i said a hundred thousand times already something will get lost in translation something will get twisted in terms of translation to make more sense to your culture so it's kind of like you're not getting the full effect okay and that's the same thing with anime okay if you watch the japanese you know version with the subtitles and stuff like that even if you don't understand what's being said in the Japanese, like if you can't understand Japanese to a, even to a, like a basic standpoint, like me, I can barely speak basic Japanese. So <laughs> you're in a half a training. Can't speak Japanese yet. Anyway, but if you watch the Japanese version and, you know, even with the subtitles, and even if you don't know Jack, even if you don't know Japanese at all, okay? You'll still get like the full 100% like perfect version. Whereas like the English dubs will sometimes twist a few things to make it seem more culturally understandable. Okay. And a lot of dubs, what they'll try to do is they'll try to keep the Japanese culture intact without trying to twist anything up. And it does work a lot of times, but there are just some times where it just doesn't work. But that really falls on like the behind the scenes, like with the director and of course the seiyus, the English seiyus, of course. So now begins the big question. Should you watch dubs or should you not watch dubs? As a big ass semi drives by my house with a loud fucking engine. Fuck you. All right. So should you watch dubs? Well, Here's my reasons as to why you should, okay? And some exceptions as to why you should. So, if for some reason you can only watch the dubs, okay? If you've been wanting to watch a series for a long time, but you can only find the dubs, then you probably have no other choice but to watch the dubs. Now, a lot of people will say, like, well, there's if there's a dub, there's a sub. When I was watching Watamoe, okay, the, the problem was, was that VRV at the time, which is, if you don't know what VRV is, it's just basically Crunchyroll and Hidev uh, combined into one. It used to have Funimation, but it doesn't now because fuck Funimation, I guess. I'm kidding. Don't sue me, Funimation. Anyway, it only had the dub. It never had the sub, and no matter what I tried to do, I couldn't find a sub. I don't know why. I just couldn't find the sub. No matter how hard I fucking tried. Okay. So I was like, fuck it. If it's the dub, it's the dub. And it turns out the dub was fucking incredible. Okay. This is where I say for like, this is a rare time I'll ever say this. That a dub was better than a sub. Because the dub portrayed the characters perfectly. Okay. If you want a real good or a real good dub that matches, like it literally matched everything perfectly with the Japanese 
uh, version, with the original Japanese version, okay, where the characters sounded exactly the same from the Japanese characters, and all the meanings behind, like, the jokes that usually would get lost in translation in Japanese stayed over quite well with the English version, and probably even made it better, you would want, want to watch the Wanamoe dub, okay? That's what I think a lot of people have seen Wanamoe. Is a lot of people have probably seen it in dub rather than sub. Or maybe it's like 50-50. I don't fucking know. Okay. The reasons why I would say you should watch dub, okay, is there are two main reasons, okay? Outside of the one reason, one minor, I'll say, that I said earlier, okay? The first major reason is if you're trying to show someone who doesn't know anime or doesn't really care about anime, or at least he's trying to get into anime, I'll say, some new anime. But you don't want him to, you don't want to show him the subs or the, the Japanese version because he'll get lost because he doesn't understand anything that's being said. Okay. That's the one reason, is if you're just trying to show somebody a series. That's trying to get into anime, I'll say. Um, and I have done that before. I've tried to show uh, a couple of my buddies uh, the Kotosuba dub. Which, the dub for Kotosuba is really good. It's not better than the sub. But, I still would recommend watching the Kotosuba in dub. Also, fuck you, Twitter. Wait. Yeah, it was Twitter. Okay. I don't know if you could hear that Twitter notification. Maybe you can just faintly in the background. But still, fuck you, Twitter. Hate being popular. Hate being an anti-Twitter higher up. Haha. <laughs> okay. So, the second reason that I'll give off is if you've already seen the Japanese version and you're just curious about the dub. Now, this could also be taken as to why you shouldn't watch dubs. Is because if you watch the Japanese version first, odds are you're probably not going to like the English dub. But there are some occasions to where when you watch an English dub, you will find yourself to enjoy the series a whole lot more. In my case, it was the Ao-chan Can't Study series, which I uploaded a two-part montage of that series onto my channel, which surprisingly didn't get copyrighted taken down worldwide. I don't know how, but those two videos are slowly becoming my most popular videos on this channel. A main reason why a lot of people click that subscribe button. Thanks, analytics page, for giving me the most useless stat ever known to man. Is how many people subscribe to my video, subscribe to my channel from one video. I kind of find it useless. I'm sorry. Okay. It, I know. There's people who say like, oh, well, it just means that if you continue doing videos like this, you'll get more popular. But I don't. I don't see it that way. I see it a completely different way, but that's just my unpopular opinion. Okay. So outside of those two reasons why you should watch the dubs, there's a few reasons, okay? Mostly, it just stems from personal preferences. If you think you'll be able to understand the series still, even in an English-speaking standpoint... It's where, I don't know how many times I've said this already in this podcast episode, where when they're trying to translate something, they're going to lose something in translation. Uh, 
it's totally up to you whether you want to watch dubs or whether or when you don't want to watch dubs. It doesn't matter. Okay. Personally, for me, I watch a few dubs if I find out that a series that I finished has a dub. Okay. I try not to really watch an English dub first because it's just not my personal preference. I usually watch the subs, but that's just a me. Okay. So, trying to... I... The only real reason why I would rather people not watch dubs is because most Japanese uh, versions of animes are like a hundred times better, sometimes ten times better, but mostly a hundred times better than a dub. Mainly because the Japanese culture and the language are very it, it, it is because of the fact that it comes from japan i could say that if anime came from america i probably would say different i'd say probably don't watch japanese dub <laughs> but the japanese culture the japanese language fits perfectly with the animations and stuff like that okay especially for like comedy where you hear a lot of eh or like some just wacky shit going down. Where English dubs, unfortunately, that will be toned down a few notches. Whether that be just a small, like a small turn of the notch. Or just a complete 360 turn down notch. I hope that makes sense of what I just said there. But, I really that's like my only thing is like if you're trying to watch an English dub from a comedy, you're not going to really find, you're not going to really laugh as hard as if you were listening to it in the Japanese version. Uh, I just recently started watching Yuri Yuri, uh, which I don't know why I haven't started this series sooner because every fucking episode I busted out in laughter because it's such a hilarious series. The reason why I bring up this series is because I do not know if it has an English dub. I could be wrong. I haven't checked. Wait. Oh, never mind. It does not have an English dub. Sorry. I just now realized. Because I was looking up the seiyus online. And it never gave me any information about English seiyus. It gave me Korean for whatever reason. Which interests me to some extent. Because I want to see what Korean sounds like. Even though I have no clue what... <laughs> I have no clue what Korean is, to be honest. I'll be honest. I'm not a, I haven't really seen much Korean stuff, I'll be honest. But, um, continuing on. So, there's a few different reasons why people should watch dubs and why people shouldn't watch dubs. Now, I think the main reason why a lot of people usually watch like the, the Japanese subs or whatever as um, as somebody who wants to know about the Japanese culture and somebody who wants to learn the language. A lot of people tend to watch them to learn Japanese. And I've said this in my Four Ways to Learn Japanese video, or not video, podcast, where you can learn Japanese 
from anime. But the one thing about learning Japanese from anime is that you're not really learning, like, the real Japanese to some extent, okay? Yes, you are learning Japanese phrases, words, and even sentences. But I think this is commonly known that most, ja most of the Japanese used in anime comes off as overdramatic Japanese, I'll say. And this shows perfectly when you watch English dubs, where when you watch English dubs, you'll notice that a lot of the English being said usually isn't the most realistic English ever spoken. Okay, as somebody who has watched a ton of English dubs in my time, there's a lot of times where... When I'm watching it, it's like, uh, it just doesn't sound natural that he's saying it like this. And I'm not saying it's from the Seiyu's fault or the voice director's fault. That's just how anime is in general. When watching the, the, the original Japanese version of anime, okay, and you see the subtitles and stuff like that, and you're, you know, keeping a, keeping a close ear open, for the Japanese words being spoken and stuff like that. It, yes, you will know how to say a specific sentence. But the way that most Japanese seiyus are taught to present their sentences or words or whatever. Is to be a little bit more dramatic. Um, the I think Giga explained this perfectly in the Trash Taste podcast. If anybody's seen that. Which I think everybody has if they're an otaku like me. Um... Where the perfect way to learn Japanese from like anime, quote unquote, anime, is watching virtual YouTubers. Which is a topic I really want to talk about down the line. I don't think it'll be this month. Probably next month or October. Who knows? But when watching virtual YouTubers, they're mostly... Well, actually, not mostly. They're like 100% talking realistic Japanese. Okay? What would happen in these certain situations when streaming, okay? Yes, they are playing characters, but at the same time, they're still talking basically the same, like, Japanese that any other Japanese person would in Japan. Okay, but when watching anime, that's a whole different story. Because not everybody will speak the same Japanese in the Japanese version of anime, and not everybody will speak the same English as in the English dubs of anime. And that could go with, like, any other dub as well. Like, Portuguese, French, uh, Espanol, and so on and so forth. Like, any language dubbed in anime probably won't sound exactly like how people would talk necessarily in real life. Unless it's German. So, there's that. So, I think that'll cover it for this episode of the Japan All Like Podcast. I think I got my point across. Hopefully, I did. I don't know how long this podcast episode has been. It feels like an hour. I feel like I'm recording for an hour and my body feels like falling apart right now because I've been standing for a few for a few hours straight. I don't know why. I'm a crazy human being. I'm sorry. You'll find that out when I'm talking to Lee in the next few weeks, okay? Uh if you enjoy the podcast episode, please like hit that follow button on like Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, anywhere you get your your pods. As they say in the advertisement, I don't know why. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the subscribe button. I have about ready to hit one point. Actually, uh, nah, what am I saying? I'm about to hit 1,060 subscribers. 
Uh, so I'm slowly still increasing. I've not lost my momentum after hitting a thousand subscribers still, which is surprising. I thought I would, but I'm about to hit a thousand hundred subscribers. So please hit that subscribe button if you are new to the channel. And as always, guys, I'll be back on Wednesdays and on Saturdays for the month of August to do it all over again. My name's been Taylor, the Certified Japanolog. Shut the fuck up, Twitter. I'll see you on the next podcast episode. Signing off. Good night.